Ho, ho, ho. Merry Roachmas, my friends. Welcome to the third annual Roachy Awards. I want to start out by saying thank you so much for being a Roach in 2023. Hopefully you've been a Roach the whole time, but if you've been new to the show here in 2023, welcome aboard and thank you so much for joining us. Couldn't have done the show without you and all the Roach reporters out there. Now, if you want to contribute in the forthcoming year here, and maybe you could win a Roachy yourself in 2024, well then perhaps uh, you should send off your articles, your music, anything you want at all to Josh Potter Show at gmail.com. I want to let you know I am going to be in Salt Lake City, January 12th and 13th, by the way, at the uh, Ogden location of Wise Guys. So come on out to that. Tickets can be found right in the description of the episode and also on my Instagram at Josh underscore Potter and Twitter at J underscore Potter. So many wonderful moments from 2023. And let's get right into the awards. Kirsten has done a great job uh, chronicling things. Thank you for a wonderful year, Kirsten. I'm glad you could be here for the Rochi Awards. What stood out in your uh, your mind? What do we have to look forward to? Anything in particular? Like for the past year, what stood out to me? I mean, honestly, just, you know, every time I come on here, it's a great time. It makes me really happy. Um, I think it's great, the awareness that you bring to, uh, you know, things like semen terrorism. But I also think we have really fun stories that are also educational. And, and we've know. added an award for semen terrorism, haven't we? Yeah, we actually had to just because um, we covered it so much. Last year we had to do a Sus Russ up or category of his own because there were so many right. categories for him. And this uh, year it's semen terrorism. So that's right. Russell Wilson hasn't been su- so sus this year. He hasn't really uh, leaked out anything. Maybe he's getting better at <laughs> being uh, less sus. Who knows? But nevertheless, we have a new category. We'll get to it later. But I want to kick off the Roaches uh, with our best musical artists now back in 2021 richie doing dishes one back in 2022 it was grass kingdoms and today on 2023's roaches i want to announce the winner we're going to be including his music throughout the entirety of the roachie uh, awards it's griff parker everybody congratulations a prolific prolific maker of music he's provided much of our intro and outro music for the entirety of the year I couldn't give it to anybody else. I mean, this man has been pumping tracks in. Now, if you want to get involved, like I said, next season, make sure you get it over to Josh Potter Show at gmail.com. Once again, the winner for Best Musical Artist, Griffin Parker, everybody. Next up, let's get into our best news story. Now, this is a coveted award that many Roach reporters out there try to get year after year. Let's get right into our nominees, starting with Man Impregnates Whole Family. Well, we have our foreign correspondent from Italy, mm-hmm. Paolo Marcos Morara. Mm. He always sends in great stories. He sent this one and it says, uh, Man Impregnates His Whole Family. Okay. Wild sentence. <laughs> I'm like, where is this? In a tweet that has left everyone questioning who is to blame, the suspect can be seen in cuffs and neighbors watching disbelief, and both victims, the wife of the man, the wife's sister, and the mother, not in sight. Bizarre as it sounds, according to the police, the trio filed the case once they all began showing signs of pregnancy, but the wife was likely unaware of the betrayal happening around her. However, internet users have rejected this statement. One commented, there's no way she was that blind. 
I can smell a rat from afar. Why do we care what the internet says like that? This guy, they're just like, what's the tweet say? And then they pull up this idiot. Like, like who some cares? stupid tweet. Like you have, this guy doesn't know anything more than you or I know about no. this situation. And he's just writing that. So it's a Nigerian man, his wife, her sister, and the Their mother mom. of them. They're having so sister nieces. two sisters and a mom <laughs> sister nieces and sister grandma i mean I, Pornhub on sister a weekend. christian what the yeah, hell is yeah. going on this is just a Pornhub category like, <laughs> this is definitely a Pornhub. that's category. all it is why normally porn hubs and you know not with the pregnancy just on the back well like, if you we look if you kids? look hard Man. enough if you dig deep into the Pornhub, you can find Ugh. stuff oh sure yeah and it gets the family stuff gets weird weird if yeah. you even just google something about like this story here <laughs> man impregnates his whole family <laughs> it probably will take you nine years to find the article about this because you'll be you know drowning in a deluge of different wild porn yeah i mean probably not even that wild of porn also just mainstream porn where it's just porn stars <sighs> you see all the time going like step bro oh yeah i'm stuck in the dryer yeah Next up, it's Arthur Knight's fake death, fake accent. I am indeed a British man named Arthur Knight. He claims that he is unwell and that this negative media campaign against him is further damaging his health. At one point in the interview, he says he can hardly even walk, trying his best to stand up before flailing his arms and falling back into the chair. I need sympathy. I... I can't even walk. Oh, my legs are so frail. Sitting there with an oxygen mask loosely around his face and sporting a dollar store British accent, <laughs> the man gives us what might be the best bit of television we've seen in years. And we have the we have it here, yes? Yes. Once a normal family, but thanks to the media, our lives have Can been Can you pause it for a second? The oxygen mask helps with the British accent. <laughs> I mean, give me an accent. I can if I have an oxygen mask on my face, I can sound Australian even if I want it to. Hello, I can do it. I mean, the oxygen. I mean, that's a smart move. The oxygen mask, and he's fat, so people believe it. Okay, go ahead. And we'd like privacy, and I would like privacy to, back to being a normal husband. And okay, and the lack of oxygen helps too. I mean, this guy really covered all his bases. It's not a British accent. I'm handicapped. There's privacy. He sounds like a Mike Myers character. I need privacy. Wait, Lord, hey, ho, I didn't rape a lady. Okay, God. I can't because I can't breathe. I can't walk. Uh, people say that's not. Let me try to stand up. Let me try to stand up. No, no, don't exactly. stand up. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Let me try to stand up. Oh, my oxygen mask is loosely on my face. Who's this broad that's with him, Kirsten? This ride or die chick who's oh like, my this God. is my husband, Arthur Knight, and he can't walk. Justin M. coming in with Dalai Lama kisses. Speaking of uh, religious uh, people. Yeah. You hear about the Dalai Lama? Tongue kissing a child or something? <laughs> yeah. Do we have this video? Because I didn't want to watch it till I was here. Yeah. I kind of saved this one for myself. Oh, yay. I didn't, I didn't want to watch it till I was here. The Dalai Lama, a spiritual leader of Tibet, 
purportedly kissing a boy on the lips and then requesting the child to suck his tongue. That's a gnarly request in any Dude, context. suck my tongue? Like, there's people I've been in relationships with for three years whose tongue I wouldn't want to suck. I mean, it is an aggressive sort of thing Ask. to say. You have to really be, it's like, it's very much on long, like the, the Dalai Lama might as well have told that child, spit in my mouth, daddy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, God damn. Yeah, exactly. Spit in my mouth, little boy. Yeah. I mean. That would have been almost less That would have been offensive. almost less. Suck my tongue? Wild. <laughs> That is only in the most heinous of pornography films have I heard suck them utter, tongue. suck my tongue. Yeah. Okay, Sorry, here we go. Me a no, that's okay. Here he is. Oh, the kids blurred out. Wow, that was a long Ew, kiss. ew, and look at how he's... Now he's being like, suck on my tongue. So weird. Oh, my lord. Ah! Oh, my lord. That is... Man hit mother with shovel from meatball. The MCSO said deputies responded to a home in Tapscott Road in Hartzell after a resident used a home alarm system to contact 911. An affidavit... Wow, so the... Nick, I hope that's the mother that did that. And if it was, another very advanced elderly person as far as technology. I don't know how to do that. If I was, I've never had an alarm system in any of my homes. We haven't needed it. There hasn't been any reason to have an alarm system in anywhere that I've lived. Uh, no one wants anything inside. And so I don't know how they work. I wouldn't even know how to call 911 on one of those things. When deputies arrived, they said they found a woman with physical, visible marks on her, as well as grass stains on her clothes and leaves in her hair. <laughs> what a sight. A court record says that there were abrasions and bruising on her right ankle. According to the affidavit, Brennan told authorities that he had gotten mad at uh, his mother and there, uh, and there the keys along the wood line in the field. What does that say? I don't understand this Maybe at all. Maybe threw the keys? Maybe it's written wrong? Maybe it's just written poorly. Yeah, it's not me reading it poorly. It's written yeah. very awfully. Uh, and threw the keys along the wood line in the field. Brennan advised that he tried to get her back to the house and had grabbed her by the ankles and attempted to drag her back to the residence. Oh, so he must have bashed her with the shovel and then was like, well, I'm too weak to carry my mom here with my <laughs> by dragging her by the ankle. So he tied her to the tractor to try to get her back to the house. Gotcha. So the tractor was actually like a service. It's like an ambulance. He was like, gotcha. what did I do? Mama. After he bashed her in the head of the shovel. And then he couldn't like take her back all the way to the house. So he's like, I got to tie her to the tractor. So maybe he won't get elder abuse on that one. <laughs> And open marriage murder. Oh, boy, folks. You know, if it's one thing uh, I love even more than just a story that involves... Uh, uh, murder. It's one that involves sex. I don't have a sex button, but I mean, it kind of goes hand in hand. Oh, uh, uh, murder. This one from T-Bone, joshpottershow at gmail.com if you want to send things in to us. 
And let's just start at the top, my friends. A mother of six from Oklahoma was found dead and wrapped in an old carpet, excuse me, wedged in a ditch days after going on a date with an unknown man, officials said. That's my worst fear when I go on a date with a girl and then I never talk to her again, like uh, if I don't like her or something, is that she'll she'll wind up dead in a carpet and then I got a knock at my door. So Michaela Maeve Byers, a 30-year-old teacher's assistant, went missing on September 15th after getting into a Chevrolet pickup truck driven by a tall, balding man sporting a dark beard and sunglasses, according to Facebook. So it sounds like he's, if you're going to look for this guy, I'd look on uh, TikTok because he's probably taking selfie videos complaining about drag brunches by the description (laughs) in which they used here. And your winner... For best news story of 2023, winning the Rochi Award is T-Bone with Open Marriage Murder. The woman who was married, she was married, but in an open relationship, left her home in Macomb with a man voluntarily after supposedly agreeing to go out on a date with him. This is according to the under sheriff. That's a weird title for a cop. The under sheriff. Uh, that's what he told People Magazine. When Meat Byers failed to return from her outing, law enforcement officials launched a search for her involving drones and canine dogs. A woman who was supposedly in an open marriage, according to the husband, who got picked up by a man, according to the husband, and later found dead rolled up in a carpet, was found with two bullet holes that came from a rifle that the husband owned. Yes, because last week we had a update of a woman who came out and said that the husband was sliding into her DMs. This is a different woman, evidently, according to Cody. She has come out releasing text messages. These look more like DMs and text messages to me. Uh, But she released some text messages with the widowed husband. The correspondence between the two starts before this woman was even found murdered. She was missing for five days before she was found dead. Congratulations, T-Bone. He fought hard for the award this year. He's always providing us with wonderful things, and I want to give a shout-out to all the nominees in that category. Can't do the show without you. JoshPotterShow at gmail.com is where you can send in your news articles for 2024. So please to be contributing. Next up, it's Best Sports Story. Our first nominee, Darren Rovell, cut special needs kids to get to J.J. Watt. It was a big moment. You know, he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, most likely, and it's a big deal. So when he retired, uh, he's walking off the field, and there's a line of special needs kids getting ready to meet him and stuff. But scumbag reporter Darren Rovell, he needed to be the first person to greet J.J. Watt upon his exiting of the field let's see it here he says this is darren Ravel's actual post i worked to get into position for 18 minutes and he's got laughy faces yeah watch him cut in front of a bunch of special needs kids here's darren Ravel following him no jj jj wait 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 wait. before you talk to these special needs kids (laughs) yeah okay Okay there, Darren. Thanks, buddy. I'm going to go talk to these children now. Yeah, that felt very conceited. Ravel's such a scumbag. He's just like a dork. I hate Ravel. You know him? Oh, I don't know him, but I hate his guts. (laughs) Sex noise on set. 
This one is on um, the set of a foreign show, and uh, it involves some, uh, well, I don't even know what would happen here. You know how my phone just made a, a noise that I didn't want it to make? I think somebody, <laughs> it was oh, the no. case of this, not this one, the other one. Oh, no. No. From his laptop? Okay. Uh, well, we'll find out shortly. Uh, we have an FA Cup winners only policy no. in the studio tonight. Uh, no, I don't know who's making that noise, but so Alan Shearer is on the commentary gantry alongside um, Steve. Now, <laughs> there's just um, sex noises in the way. And it's like. Um, it's toasty in this studio. Pause it's noisy. It's like clip art of sex noises, by the way. It's not even like. <laughs> it feels real fake, but I mean, you know, there are videos like that, I guess. Sussel and Sierra. Visit prison. The Denver Broncos star and the Level Up singer headed out to the Everglades Correctional uh, Institution in Florida to help lead a prayer with incarcerated men. And you can see in this video of their visit, the couple immerse themselves fully with the inmates right away. Wilson read the group of Bible verse before Sierra sang to the crowd, God behind bars, the, ori the uh, original, I don't know. Oh, the organization. That's the name. I thought that was the name of the song. God behind bars. I thought she was singing like a fucking. I go, I don't know that song. But it's an organization, evidently, that helped facilitate the trip and said it was all very powerful. The voices of the incarcerated were so loud it felt like it could be heard by the entire prison, the organization official said in a social media post. but evidently not enough a percentage of their charity to satisfy whatever the hell paper that was that one USA today so let's see the video real quick let's see let's see russell sing that'd be fun <laughs> Can you pause it real quick? That was Russell Wilson trying to do like a preacher thing there for a second. <laughs> did you hear that? He goes, can, can I hear you say new thing? But he, I did it even more better than him just now on accident. I'm trying to do it like him. He's like, the, the people were like listening to it and he, it's like he wrote down on the paper, say, let me see a new thing here. And he read it. It's like he read that. And they were like, a new thing. Chris Broussard says James Harden's trade was her R-worded. This was sent to me a trillion <laughs> times last week, and it was great. It was Chris Broussard. I'm sure you've all heard the tape out there, but if you haven't, it, we, this needs no introduction okay. at all. It needs no setup. Here's Chris Broussard talking about James Harden being traded to the Clippers. Nick, what? I, James, I is the I, man I, retarded? The, I mean, the, I mean, shouldn't use that word, so but sure. Developmentally yeah. disabled. Pause it, pause it, pause it, pause it, pause it. So he says, out of the gate, is the man retarded? I say it like, he sounds like Cosby. He does. Is the man This is on ESPN. This is in the middle of the day. And Did Nick Wright with his stupid hair. Not right now. No, he didn't. So I didn't know what you were going to yeah. say tonight, today. I'm pause it, pause it, pause it. His face. And Nick's like, "Well, I, I don't <laughs> think you should use that word." <laughs> yeah, this guy. He raises his right eyebrow right after this. Uh, I don't huh? think you should use that word. And he goes, "I mean, developmentally disabled." <laughs> <laughs> and then, okay, so he says this now, and can't turn the cock black. 
first time Roach reporters coming out of the woodwork, crawling out to send me this tape. Let's hear what it, what it is. We can't turn the black cock black. Uh, we can't turn the Ooh. clock back. I know it's after midnight. We can't turn the clock back. All right. Well, partner, uh, I don't know what he was trying to get to there. He was talking about, uh, I think he was trying to make some sort of, well, we can't turn the clock back and uh, get back to the sixth inning where uh, they left many runners stranded on base. Uh, So here we are at the bottom of the whatever the hell. I don't know what he was trying to get to there, but evidently, uh, I like how he goes, it's after midnight too there, partner. And I was like, the guy is talking about a black cock. I don't know. Play it again for me. We can't turn the black cock black. Uh, we can't turn the Ooh. clock back. I know it's after midnight. We can't turn the clock back and turn it back into the mid eighties. Oh, that's and put on a Whitey Herzog team. Oh, so he's trying to make a joke about a Whitey Herzog team. It's like it's over, pal. You said black cock. That joke is done. <laughs> Stop trying to salvage it. So we can't turn the black cock off. Black cock. Ugh, clock back. To the 1980s, where Whitey Herzog would be uh, here, and right, and the other guy, the other guy threw him under the bus. He's like, oof. The other guy goes, oh, what are you doing? Shut up. And the winner is Chris Broussard says James Harden's trade was R-worded. And then, okay, so he says this now in broadcasting again, the train to move forward. Just not even acknowledge what happened. Even Nick Wright throwing him under the bus being like, I don't think you should say that. <laughs> That's the new school line of thinking where if Nick Wright let that slide, then he would be culpable too for some reason. Like that's the eyes of the public. So he has to come out and get in front of it be like, I don't think you should use that word. So yeah. now Chris Broussard has to backpedal. Let's hear how he gets out of okay. this. Okay. Oh, I'm uncomfortable. Let me, let me apologize for using that word. <laughs> Sure. Uh, my first cousin, I, we just put him to, he died a few months ago, a month or two ago. He was developmentally disabled. So I didn't, I, I think, I didn't mean to use of that course. word. <laughs> <laughs> so my first, okay, let me say I apologize <laughs> for using that word. Everyone's like, thank God. Thank God he's apologizing. I had my first cousin. He's retarded. He died from being a retard. That's what he basically just yeah, said. Two a month, that was two, two months ago. Quick left turns. Yes. Not only does he have his own devel- developmentally disabled cousin, he died. He didn't say he died from being retarded, but he, he kinda, basically that's did. That's what the takeaway I got. Yeah. yeah. He that's died it. from it. <laughs> so you're like, is Chris Broussard fired? I don't think he is. I think they. I think they're like Chris Broussard's retarded. He's creepy. <laughs> I think he's de- developmentally disabled, so we're going to keep him around. We employ all people of all sorts here oh. at. Uh, this is how a talk show should be. I agree. I, I mean, next up we have the coveted Chase O'Donnell Award, Guest of the Year. Now, Chase O'Donnell, if you don't already know, was snubbed in our first outgoing uh with tom brenneman winning guest of the year that year what a wonderful guest he was but everyone thought kind of chase was snubbed you know so the next year when voting came out chase won handedly so we decided since she's perpetually the guest of the year we'd name the award after her and now for the first time winning the chase o'donnell award here are the nominees johnny pemberton from episode 133 and episode 163. 
police in Mississippi say an officer made a surprising discovery in a Taco Bell quesadilla during a traffic stop. Now, I've had a, a Taco Bell quesadilla or two. I don't know well, that I've it's... I've had a gun that I need to get rid of. <laughs> well... We're Johnny and Josh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's combine <laughs> our powers. Together. I've never been able to... I, I mean, they can barely get the chicken that they put into the quesadilla mm-hmm. in there. How do they get a gun in there is my question. That's and there it is right there. It doesn't shit. look like you did a great job of hiding That's it. That's a little gun, too. What is it, like a twenty <laughs> two? Yeah, what a little bitch gun. That's what, what you of, do. That's what you kill somebody with in a restaurant and drop it and walk out. <laughs> Tommy says, leave everybody alone. <laughs> <laughs> drop the gun. Zoot, zoot. Does it make one of those like quiet noises? Oh, no, that's the like kind you don't, gun? you don't give a shit with this little 22. Because mm. you're just putting it in the brain. It's going to kill <laughs> and bounce around. Because that's what you want. The 22 is going to bounce around. Because okay. you don't want to kill anybody else. You don't want to over penetrate. <laughs> <laughs> so I've heard. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> You want that little NATO round to bounce around in there. <laughs> Sarah Weinshank, our most frequent guest this year, by the way, with episode 122, 125, 132, 140, 149, and 165. Next up, we have something a little more <laughs> understandable and uh, something that, you know. Yeah. Makes a lot more sense. This man was arrested for indecent exposure at a place called Come and Go. They spell come K-U-M on this place. Yep, that's <laughs> that's how it's spelled. Have you ever been to a come and go? Um, Many times. Wait, I'm sorry, I don't know what the fuck a come and go is. It's a Seven Eleven. It's a Bucky's. It's a one of these gas stations. I am you know? so disturbed that they spell come K U M. They know what they are doing. The original one got you know. Why couldn't they just say C O M E? You know. Why couldn't they do that? Too many, too many letters. An Iowan. I rather. I actually prefer jizz and go. <laughs> has a better flow. Annie Letterman, episode one thirty six. You had a couple of bones to pick with me though upon arrival. Well, you said a lot of sorries, Josh. I've been here for about four minutes. Josh has said sorry about three hundred times. I tend to say sorry a lot. Not my most becoming quality. But I'm I like, working on it because saying too many sorries actually takes away of the value of the sorry. So I'm sorry for all the sorries. I feel like that's <laughs> also being hard on yourself too. It's like you're like beating yourself up for that. I don't. I, you've never done anything to me that you need to say sorry for ever in well, our entire nice friendship, you. ever except one thing, and you apologize on the way in. You gave me one your first real good sorry. What was you that? apologize for that dog. Oh, the dog. There's, There's a, a dog, dog in our uh, in our green room area. Can someone get the dog? I it's, need to show the dog. It's it's so scary. It's it's so frightening. It's so it's a it's a stuffed animal, but it's very literally frightening. three women I've had as guests since the dog has arrived, and all of them have been frightened by the dog and me. I walk in, I go. Oh. Eyes are so real. Well, yeah, and it's big, so it's sitting on a chair, and you turn the corner, and it's like there, and you go, oh lord, and it's a Dalmatian, uh, notoriously the most vicious of dogs. Right? Are they? I mean, do, they think, am I wrong? I think they kill children. Oh, pyro, because they're firehouse ah, dogs? Ah, ah, I'm, don't do that. I'll put it here. Don't? That upsets you? I don't like horseplay. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to you? Who touched you in that incubator? No, I just never did. Justin Martindale, episode 145. The romp took place in a hospital car park, but on Wednesday apologized to the hospital saying it actually happened in an unconnected car park. Oh, wait, that's the hospital that looks like a Joe's Crab Shack. I think that might be the unconnected car park. <laughs> it does look like a Joe's Crab. Shack. Come on down to the Texas yeah, Roadhouse. Exactly. You want to? You want to? You want to throw your peanut shells on the floor? Come on in. Well, it says here that this 
parking lot was unconnected to the hotel so this must be like oh. a, a, a separate parking lot this is the kind of parking lot you want to go get your dick sucked in because no one's going to bother yes. you there's no lights or anything this is if it. you're you know obviously consenting parties this yeah. isn't a place you hang out to find getting your dick sucked. yeah that's a good dspl yes exactly good dspl mm-hmm. <laughs> oh when her lover kneeled over williams called a colleague instead of emergency services so she just was like stephanie get out of here <laughs> he's dying stephanie you know that you know that guy the patient that i've been fucking for a year the one on dialysis I, yeah, yeah him what? i was sucking his dick and he's no, dead out here again get out here i think he's dead uh, bring a fucking defibrillator does this top look good on me williams was crying and distressed and asking for help as she tried to explain that someone had died but still refused to call 999 this is in the uk uh-huh 999 in the uk that seems like that could be trouble mm-hmm. i need to move buttons i mean what if you sit on your phone and get a 999 <laughs> That seems real easy. Golly. Uh, it says here even the UK equivalent to 911 is 999. Kim Congdon, episode 118, episode 143, and episode 152. I've never heard of that. You never heard of Old Country <laughs> Buffet? No. I is guess that, it like, is. Like is a, that like Golden Corral? Yes. Uh, well, actually, no, see here. Crappier, no, no, no. no. How dare you, Kirsten? For the record, during the buffet wars of 97, my father got multiple Golden Corrals shut down because he outperformed them. They gave him a Mustang and he cheated on my mom immediately <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> ah, yeah. No. So old country uh, tears family apart. Yeah, they do. Uh, they also bring families together. Yeah. Have you ever seen the training video for Old Country Buffet? No, please. There's a guy. I don't know if we can, if it would get us ripped off YouTube playing it because it's like on all over the place. Wow. But like, there's a there's a 80s training video where I think that's like a still from it in that that one that you're highlighting. Oh, maybe not. That's exactly but it's the guy carving. There's a carving station, mm-hmm. of course, with the ham and with the oh, beef. Oh yeah, and I love the carver. Imagine fucking the carver at a buffet. Well, this this carver. <laughs> can we pull him up? Let's see. I mean, let's see if you like flag. work we'll there. You're out. the stalker. <laughs> Type in Quite old literally. country buffet training video. It, it's this guy. Let's see if you'd fuck him. I mean, like this is I like might. the guy that they base off of. They go, hey, we want you to be like this guy. This I is love a man do. that can cut some meat. Let's I'll see. say that. Yeah, he does. And he can have some conversation at the same time. Is this it here? Yeah, I'm trying to get to pull up one. Second. You guys have any hot single friends? I'm asking <laughs> around. He must he must cut see. meat. Now, Kirsten, before I announce the winner, you made note here that Chase got almost as many votes as our winner, but she was left off, obviously, because the award is named after her. Yeah, I like I like to still put her up there um, just for social experimentation reasons. Yeah, and uh, let me just say, she is very, very well voted for. It was still neck and neck. So here is Chase O'Donnell to announce our winner of the Chase O'Donnell Award. Chase O'Donnell here to present, you guessed it, the Chase O'Donnell Award. Ah, how exciting. If you're not sure what the Chase O'Donnell Award is, it's a very highly prestigious award that some would compare to the Pulitzer or the Nobel Prize. Not my words, I did not, I would never, well, I did not write that. Somebody told me um, to say that. So, (laughs) very big, very big deal. Uh, so congratulations to all of the nominees. And without further ado, I present to you the 2023 Rochi for Chase O'Donnell Award, a.k.a. Guest of the Year. And it goes to, drum roll please, 
Sarah Weinchang. Yay! Okay, I'm celebrating. Congratulations. Hi guys, it's me, Shank. I just want to thank the little roadsters for voting me for the Chase O'Donnell Award. Uh, it's an honor and it's a pleasure and I'm so glad you guys picked me. I love you all and Happy New Year. Bye. Today's Josh Potter Show, the very special Rochi Award Edition, is brought to us by Rocket Money. If I asked you right now to tell me what subscriptions you had and how much they cost each month, could you do it? I couldn't do it. I'll tell you what, until Rocket Money came into my life, I could not tell you half the things that they listed for me. I couldn't, I'm like, I'm paying for this? And boy, oh boy, did it shock me. Most people have no idea, it turns out, and most people are overpaying for subscriptions they don't even use. Rocket Money can help, my friends. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending and it helps lower your bills. And Rocket Money has over 5 million users right now and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's absolutely insane and it's so easy easy to use. I mean, when you see numbers like that, you're like, I got to see what's going on here. And let me tell you, I know that I'm not the most like uh, due diligent type person, but at the same time, there could be something that slipped through the cracks for you that you're not even aware of that you've been paying for this entire time. So go check it out, use them and see all your subscri subscriptions in one place and see if there's something in there that perhaps you want to cancel. And all it takes is one little tap and it's gone. I had things that I didn't even know existed. I'm like, what was I doing signing up for that? Was this just like in a sleepwalking haze one night I, I signed up for this app that I don't even know I have? It's crazy. Gone are the days of getting on the phone with customer service trying to figure out what the hell is my money going to here. Rocket Money's got your back. So right now, stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash potter. That's rocketmoney.com slash potter. Once again, rocketmoney.com slash potter. Congratulations to Sarah Weinshank on winning the Chase O'Donnell Award. And now we go to another very coveted, coveted award here in the Rochies. Perhaps maybe the most coveted award before we get to our new award about terrorism. The Roach Reporter of the Year. We had Jefferson Nally back in 2021, Justin M. in 2022. Who will take home the prize in 2023? Our first nominee, Luke Rutz, T-Bone, Justin M., Meatball, and now the winner of Roach Reporter of the Year, in 2023, it is T-Bone. Congratulations, he swept the category. And here are just some lists of uh, some of the articles that he sent in from episode 135, Stolen Body Parts for Sale. In episode 143, Blind Man Staring During Workout. In episode 151, Gay Lovers Are Brothers. Episode 157 through episode 160. It was a long arcing uh, article there. The Open Marriage Murder, which won him another Rochi Award. And finally, in 168, he had Mom Catches Teacher and Student. Plus many more that didn't make it to the, uh, the front desk here. But thank you so much for your contributions, T-Bone. And thank you to all the nominees. And I hope you out there, if you're watching, 
and you want to become a nominee, you send in an article to Josh Potter Show at gmail.com. Finally, we have our brand new category, and who knows if it will last. I'm hoping our efforts are uh, sought through and that terrorism de-escalates in the new year. But who knows, you know? I mean, 2023, we saw so many terrible, terrible, terrible jihadism uh, going on. And here are some nominees for perhaps the most terrible terrorism in all of 2023. From episode 142 and Declan Maloney, the UK doctor terrorism. We have an example here, and this one involves a... UK doctor and this was sent in from Declan Maloney over in the UK there he is right there Dr. Nicholas Chapman 55 from Taunton put the bodily fluid into a coffee he made for a woman back in September of 2021 now when these things happen I always wonder how do they find out that's what I'm saying does the woman drink it and go well there's a hint of semen right is this possibly just uh, apocryphal as we say I'm curious Chapman claimed the fluid could have been present due to a medical condition that causes him to eject ejaculate when going to the toilet he was acquitted of a second count of the same offense on thursday chapman was granted bail ahead of his sentencing blah 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 during the trial the court heard chapman was accused of adding a semen to drinks he made the victim on several occasions after becoming suspicious the woman kept a sample of one of the drinks when tested the coffee was found to contain semen with dna matching chapman he denied the charges claiming he would routinely ejaculate when going to the toilet due to some medical condition now have you heard of a medical condition yeah. that would yeah what is that uh, uh you know i don't know what they would call it but it does happen the sort of the pressure on the prostate can release semen when he's sometimes. shitting then when he's he shitting would, yeah oh not yeah. when he's just it's not like well maybe where he gets like uh, a swirly i mean of, there is such a thing but it's usually after ejaculating previously so I don't know. And why would he have it with him? Does well, he, his he hands? claims the fluid may have ended up in the drink as a result of him not washing his hands after going to the bathroom. The court. So did he stir the coffee with his index finger or something? <laughs> and the coffee was the <laughs> semen. With- From episode 152 in DRP, Walmart terrorism. We have a bit of semen terrorism. Ah. Have we talked about semen terrorism? The worst form. It is the worst form. I'm trying to raise awareness to it, you know. Semen terrorism is one of the funniest things I've ever heard the podcast segment be started with. It's, uh, hey, it's very prevalent in the world. There's different forms of it. We have to get ahead of it. This one happened in a Walmart. I thought that was what that was going to say. We're learning the new soundboard, folks. I got to tell you. It always happens at Walmart. Yes, this one. In Walmart. Yes. (laughs) I thought that was me in my head. (laughs) Fucking nasty. That's right. It is fucking nasty. All semen terrorism is fucking nasty. Oh. Have you ever been a victim of semen terrorism? No. I've only self-victimized myself. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. I didn't semen on myself. That's not what I meant. No, no, no. (laughs) You're like a secret service agent. You've you've taken the bullets. Yeah. Yeah. As an (laughs) undercover. Yeah. As an undercover officer. I've dove in front of the bullets. (laughs) This one's safe, boys. Well, this comes to us by way of DRP, who sent this in. Uh, says a man is accused of possibly squirting bodily fluid from a syringe onto a woman shopping at a Walmart in Northwest Indiana. In Walmart. Oh. Uh, on the afternoon of August 14th, Portage Police responded to a Walmart located on the 6,000 block of Route 6 on a report of a sexual assault. According to the records, a woman told authorities that she was uh, in the old spray paint aisle when a man later identified Classic. as Dontrell Morris always <laughs> always happens in the spray paint aisle. 
Wow, that guy was really fucking... So Dontrell Morris, 40, of Three Rivers, Michigan, stood close to her. It was four rivers after he was done. (laughs) (laughs) And then he was really awkward after he approached her, after allegedly pretending to bump into her. He was like, oh, 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 gee, oh, good golly. Oh, I'm sorry. Record state Morris left, then the woman noticed something sticky near her lower back. The woman told staff and the police were called. Responding officers reviewed surveillance footage and were able to determine that Morris's vehicle as a Toyota Camry, blah, blah, blah. Uh. And around 1.40 p.m., Morris was located inside his vehicle in a nearby parking lot, probably making another batch, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> as he no. was being taken into custody, records indicate that the plastic syringe was located in his shorts. Morris told police police officers that the white creamy substance located inside the syringe was just lotion. That's just lotion. Officers believe it was possibly semen. I wonder if they were like. Why didn't they test it? <laughs> like they, they do it like they test Coke. They <laughs> Put it in it your gums. gums. If it yeah. goes numb, it's semen. Yeah, that's semen. That's semen there for you. And from Doug Brown in episode 151, New York City Terrorism. Doug Brown sent in this one. Now, are you familiar with something else we discussed quite a bit? And I think that if we were to do like the alert level, the way that the news does, mm-hmm. orange, yellow, et cetera, we are in orange level. Oh, this is a high of yeah. semen terrorism. A high alert. Have you been a victim of semen terrorism? <sighs> well, it can range. Six now. brothers. Oh my <laughs> lord! We shared a room. There were seven of us oh, in the one no. room. Oh no! Incestual semen terrorism. Mm-hmm. Now, because it can range. Sit in it, yeah. You could sit in it. Oh, my Lord. How did uh, that yeah. happen? Lay down. What's this on my pillow? Why is my pillow wet? Oh, my Lord. I'm kidding. That's disgusting, Eleanor. <laughs> What's wrong with me? I mean, if it weren't, I mean, I don't know how well, it I works. I just was thinking of things. Yeah, but boys but are gross, more disgusting, but boys are so boys. it's believable. Well, yeah. It was never wet. I'd always be like, oh, come on, man. Like, you'd always see something, and I'd be like, you guys are fucking gross, oh, you know? Oh, my and I, Lord. Oh, we would fight over this oh. constantly, but. So you just grew up around it. I mean, yeah. that's like uh, a poor that's woman living in the noise. Gaza Strip and they're having rockets yeah, yeah, from yeah. Hamas <laughs> Absolutely. fly overhead. Wild. Absolutely. So terrorism happened a lot. Regard, no, <laughs> yes, you are no stranger. In fact, I don't want to bring up any PTSD. But, no, that's uh, fine. I'm through with I it. I mean, we've heard so many different variations, you know, mm. people on the subway throwing it, people putting it in oh, food, yeah, 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 yeah. the syringes. People do the thing with the syringes so often. My brothers did it with spit, too. Just to oh fuck with you? Lord. Oh, my Lord. So they it's said a, it was semen? Yeah. Or Real whatever. Life. Just, you know, just being dumb like, like that. Silence like Silence of the Lambs? Woof. Yeah. Uh, look at the blood. <laughs> Turns out it's cum. Everything. They did all kinds of crazy shit. Boys are, like I said, a little problematic. Yes, manable migs. <laughs> They're all, we're all manable migs somewhere inside. In this case, a man sexually assaulted a woman sleeping on a Brooklyn subway train. What woman is sleeping on the train? I mean, that, that's a problem. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, mean, I, uh, I feel bad saying this, but fuck. at the same time, it's like if you're a woman on a subway, keep those eyes open. Yeah, one time I was talking to a friend. He said he was on the subway reading a book. And I go, what are you, high? <laughs> you, you don't do that. That's not where you sit and read a book. It's just, where did you grow up? I don't even like having headphones in. Yeah, you have subway. to be like, especially in New York. Or Yes, you got to be on He aware. said Massachusetts. This was Massachusetts, so mm. maybe it's in the suburbs somewhere. But I was like, 
No fucking way. You get Not on. You do push-ups before you get on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You better have a weapon with you. you the disgusting warm. act on the 22-year-old woman occurred in the early hours of the morning at about 4.20 a.m. Oh, cool. 4.20, bro. Um, the southbound N train was pulling into the 25th Street station at Greenwood Heights. I don't know anything about these trains. But evidently at this station, a man exposed his genitals and the assault occurred. This is always crazy to me. And this goes to show, like, maybe I'm just, like, a sane individual. Thank I God. could not finish in a scenario like that. <sighs> I'm sorry. I can't. <laughs> I could never do it. Even for a million dollars, if someone was like, go on this train and just jerk off to completion on a subway train, I would not make that million dollars. Just <laughs> ne Physically, I could not make it happen. I'm so proud of you. And the winner... Of most terriblest terrorism goes to episode 152 DRP with Walmart terrorism, folks. I I know semen every day, Jeff. And you're like, okay. That's why I always wonder how do they? Because when it's in the syringe, I always wonder. Without the lab, how do they know? Well, why can't they just take the shirt into a lab and then prosecute the guy? Well, I mean, they can, I suppose. That's but what I, I do. If someone semened me unwillingly like in a if you, Walmart If aisle? it came out of a syringe, there's questions still is all I mean, whereas if it came from the tap, you'd know. There's no mistake in it. It's not like you could be like, that's just lotion coming out of my penis. Yeah, he should have watered it down so it didn't look so, and dyed it a different, a funny <laughs> color. Yeah, you should like, I got it. gum on my shirt. This is blue. Yeah. <laughs> and someone's like, cum? No, gum. <laughs> and then the whole time it is cum. <laughs> Man, you just gave the semen terrorists they're writing that down. Oh, there. no. But it might be more fun for the semen terrorists to actually like i think they get i'm off like on the, the pilot on 9 11 <laughs> yeah no worse you're like here's how i would have done it <laughs> on 9 11 you osama bin laden's consultant for semen terrorism <laughs> he was charged with sexual battery and battery by bodily waste morris posted a required 10 percent of his fifteen thousand dollar bail uh to be released from jail according to court records his initial hearing is scheduled is that him scheduled for wednesday he looks like he could get laid just fine you're like, like he, he can to... squirt semen on me any is day. that him smiling in the <laughs> next shot the first shot is that his linkedin yeah. that is him right i mean i can't gauge if it i wish he was enough. smiling in the second picture because that is hilarious if that's his linkedin He's like, re he works in retail, so he knew to go to the spray paint aisle. That's the best place for it. You never know what you get on yourself in the spray paint aisle. They have the same name. Yeah, that's. Why are you laughing? Is it racist if I'm confused? They look kind of alike. That's why I wasn't going to jump Don't to say conclusions. They, I know what you guys are thinking. The white people in the back are like, they're totally different skin colors. That's the lighting. Black people look different in different lighting. I wasn't going to assume one way or the other. And Your producers are racist. Well, here's the thing. I also didn't want that <laughs> poor Dontrell who's smiling. He's like, oh, Jesus. Now when you Google his name, Can it's Can you fuck. look up that Dontrell? I think that's him. And that's funny. Is that's it, the same guy. Can we verify? It's, it's not the same guy. Damn it. But did you notice it in Portage? It doesn't say he's from Three Rivers. That's how right. Is that guy from Three Rivers on his LinkedIn? That's how we know, Alex. Yeah. Before you jump to conclusions. Yeah. No, I'm telling you, they're trying not to be racist, but they're actually being more racist. It says Three Rivers, Michigan. Three Seen Rivers. Terrorist. Does Retail it? associate, that's a cummy thing to do. Cashier, he's always in a store, dude. What's that say? Three Rivers! <laughs> that's him. That's oh, him. There just happened to be two Dontrell Morrises from that Three Rivers. That look just like him? That's the same guy. Look at them. We've look at these little Alex's charcuterie eaters. Alex's back there. Shocked. Shocked. Knew nothing about black lighting. 
<laughs> Try to make me the racist. I had to. I had to pause the segment. You did. I already did the gay thing. I can't double down. You did the gay thing. Yeah, the twins. Oh God. You know, you got one group on your side. <laughs> the white straights. The blacks. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of, uh, you know. Thank you so much for keeping your eyes and ears peeled to all the terrible, terrible terrorism that's going on in our society. And I hope you continue to in 2024. Josh Potter show at gmail.com is where you can get those things. Well, folks, there you have it. The 2023 Rochi Awards. Thank you so much once again for contributing all year long. If you'd like to contribute in the forthcoming year here in the coming weeks, please be sending emails. Josh Potter show at gmail.com. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for being a Roach. Make sure you keep liking, subscribing, rating, reviewing all of those things and tell your friends about the show. It goes a long way. Thank you to Milo. Thank you to Kirsten. Thank you to Alex. Thank you to everybody who's helped on the show. Rob uh, and all the guests that we've had and all the Roach reporters. I appreciate you and thanks for a great year and we'll see you in 2024. Hooray!